Good evening and welcome back to Sonic Byways. I'm Jamie Lynn on Aspen Public Radio. This is our bi-weekly excursion down musical backroads and a little deeper into the heart of singer-songwriter country, aka people of note striking a chord. And we are digging much deeper. Last week, I spoke with a good friend of mine, great singer, just all around fun guy. So I hope you enjoyed that episode with Troy Coghill. Tonight, a new friend of mine and very talented musician. He has a new album out. He plays with his friend Philip Stokes, Philip's on bass, Jesse Stockton's on guitar, in an outfit called Moonlight Company. And Jesse also opened for James Justin and Company recently, who are, as you know, a two-time veteran of Sonic Byways. So pretty fun stuff. There will be a little bit more talk of beards because it's just a hot subject around here. And speaking of hot, shirts are lifted on tonight's episode. The boys, not my own, I have to say. Although perhaps a bathing suit might have been worn. I've moved Sonic Byways home studio to a new location under the bridge near the Cape Fear River. That's right, I'm down by the river under the bridge. And it's an awesome warehouse. We're going to talk a little bit about my new setting but it's very hot. It's very hot in here. Not a whole lot, or dare I say, any ventilation. So Sonic Bios has taken an apocalyptic twist. Hopefully we'll get through the episode without melting. We're going to hear some recorded songs from Jesse and his recent release. And we'll also hear from Philip and Jesse impromptu strumming and singing here at Art Factory in Wilmington, North Carolina. The Warehouse Tapes. Very grassroots this evening. Just how I like it. So let's get going and meet Philip Stokes and Jesse Stockton of Moonlight Company and hear what they have to share in the talent and the antics department this evening. We'll start it off with one from Jesse Stockton's recent release called Thank You Very Kindly. This is Sinners on Sonic Byways.
changed Things became so very, very strange Like a bird seeking shelter Waltzing in helter skelter You were on my mind But before Thank you. This is our inaugural recording in this crazy warehouse. Tell everyone what you're seeing. Um, all sorts of freaky dancers spitting fire <laughs> everywhere and uh, palm trees. There are palm trees. Amazing paintings. Um, We're in my new studio and the surrounding warehouse in Wilmington, North Carolina. And I didn't even know this was back here. Yeah, but me, I have the keys to the castle, so to speak. So there's this big, huge warehouse, and I was telling you guys ever since Flashdance, I've kind of had these warehouse fantasies. Yeah, yeah. Flashdance. So it's kind of awesome. Leg warmers. I bought Flashdance for my ex girlfriend, and I don't even think she opened it. Oh, come on, really? That's why she's your ex girlfriend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you still have it? I would be happy to open it and watch it no, again. No, she. I think she has it. Okay. I've actually never seen it. Except for the dance sequence. The one where she leapt through the air yeah, and that, like that break one. danced at yeah, the end? Yeah. There was like a strip club dance sequence too, but you didn't uh, see that one, just the end. Yeah. You could, you could okay. do foot, you could do Footloose in here also. You'd have to be scantily clad though to uh, spend any time here. Yeah, so it's super hot, which you guys are quite comfortable with, you were telling me. Yes, except I took off my shirt. I which, prefer it. <laughs> which is fine. We're sweating to the oldies today. I've been kind of casing your music, so to speak. I've been seeing you around town. And as you know, I'm sort of new to this Wilmington music scene. And you guys are some of the highlights that I've seen. Awesome. Thank yeah, you. you are. You are. So you have a new That's outfit. very wonderful to hear. Yes. Not the shirt you just took off, but your new musical <laughs> outfit, Philip. Right, right. Uh, it's called Moonlight Company. Um, How do we get the name? Are we allowed to say it on the radio? Of course we are. It was a full moon. It just sort of came together, like yeah. all good things. It just came to us. Perhaps over the Cape Fear River, maybe? No, oh, we were at the beach. On top. On oh, the, even better. On the fourth story of uh, an old house that I used to live in, sitting in silence, staring at the moon. You're tuned to Sonic Byways. I am Jamie Lynn on Aspen Public Radio, speaking with Philip Stokes and Jesse Stockton this evening. So now that we've heard about the inspired moonlit evening that gave us the band name, let's hear how the guys came together musically. I don't know. I was trying to find someone to play with, which the guy I was playing with is one of my best friends. Um, his name's Cole. He um, he went into active duty into the military, so put things on a halt, and I went moved back from 
from Wilmington to Winston-Salem to work for my dad and uh, ended up coming down here for a wedding and Jesse said do you want to play bass for me and I said well I, I don't have a bass so we kind of looked at each other and said <laughs> how, you knew how, to how play much bass, right? how much money do you have well I'd played he knew before. how to play guitar yeah, it okay. always been a guitar Which player, was so. basically what I needed because I don't really have the patience to um, explain things to people very well. I'm not extremely good at that. I kind of just need someone to know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. So we, and then they have to translate that into what I... Yeah. So we bought a bass. Long story short, we bought a bass like two days later and, and an amp. And then he said, "Okay, we have a gig tomorrow," and which was the Fourth of July, <laughs> craziest and night and in downtown. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Just well, the bass player I, I'm told is like the coolest member of the band. Have you noticed that? that they're supposed to be. Yeah, how, how's that working for you? Have you cultivated that yet, Philip? Um, I don't know. <laughs> You 
Now, are you going to grow and expand, or are you kind of like the, the, the duo type thing? Oh, no, we definitely want, uh, I mean, I would love to have like a full brass horn section, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I see mean, much bigger stages in my future. Well, right here, you could totally <laughs> yeah. fit a horn, you would have to find them, I know, they could right? be anywhere in this place. Exactly. Yeah. So let me ask you, so you said you were looking for someone to play with. Do people, I mean, does that just happen in movies? You know, you respond to an ad looking for a a band player. You know, you always see those like, hey, looking yeah. to jam. Like, have you ever actually formed a band that way? Or uh, I've contemplated it. I haven't. But I never thought that it would wind up with good results. You know, those little tear strips, yes. right, at the coffee shop. I mean, yeah. it, like, with the amount of weirdos that I've met trying to sell <laughs> a, a, a dryer over Craigslist, I... <laughs> I can only imagine the type of people that would respond to an ad that I would put out there. Oh, that's great. Uh, saying that I needed <laughs> or was trying to form a band with people or trying to play with people. Actually having a live interaction with people that's yeah. way riskier. On yeah, exactly. Rest, I think, yes, right? it's, it's, <laughs> it scares me. <laughs> You're like, I'll just leave the dryer on yeah. the lawn. Just yeah. come get yeah. it. Really? Just put the money in my mailbox if you like it. If you don't, just go away. <laughs> You know, Jesse was already, ever since I'd known Jesse, he, he had been playing at bars and whatnot, and, uh, you know, he had been in st- established here, and mm-hmm. I asked myself sometimes, I was like, how am I playing bass with Jesse when he, there's tons of other musicians and different people that I know can play bass out there, but... Uh, I mean... Your job could be shoveling shit if you're doing it with some cool ass people. Then it probably wouldn't suck that bad. It does make a difference. Your coworkers <laughs> make a difference. I've yeah. realized in life, you know. Yes, I mean, you think that it is shouldn't, and it's just between, a job. Yeah, having a good job and a bad job. And we we actually live together right now. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we get along good. In. He moved in that same day as well. <laughs> so you're like, we got a gig tomorrow. You need to learn to play bass, and you need to be. Yeah, my he had to learn all of my songs. I just uh, watched that, his hands that day. Yeah, but since he knew mm-hmm. already how to play guitar, he didn't really have to learn the songs. He just watched my hands. Somehow I figured out really where well. all the notes were on bass. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's actually helping me learn how to play gu- or at least transpose guitar to. S- because if I'm playing in a different key, it's helped me figure things out as well to be able to tell him mm-hmm. if we both can't figure it out because we both have to figure it out because neither one of us knows how to play bass. <laughs> We're just doing it. You just got to be smarter than the bass, right? Yeah, That's what it exactly. Is. I mean... I guess so. That's where the coolness comes in. You just yeah. got to cultivate this yeah. veneer. Just don't, be, just don't be afraid of anything and it'll be all right. Yeah, just go at it. Yeah. <laughs> Moving through both time and space with this stupid grin across my face and I'm moving out and I don't care what you're thinking. I don't have time. 
shirts weren't cool enough for you Well I never meant to let you down Because you Sonic Byways, I am Jamie Lynn on Aspen Public Radio. A good time being had in the Art Factory Warehouse this evening. Sonic Byways, new home away from home studio. And we're going to hear from Philip and his mad bass skills. Don't you worry. We've been hearing mostly from Jesse's Thank You Very Kindly release. They came out earlier this summer. More from the guys right now. And then stay tuned for an impromptu set of music perfect for Sonic Byways. So tell me about your songs, Jesse. So, well, let me backtrack a little bit. So I've noticed here there's just a whole ton of cover bands. Yeah. And I, I come from a place, I've told you I come from Aspen, Colorado, yeah. where, the, where the, we're airing this right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's just, there's a ton of music there and there's a ton of kind of, you know, high profile bands, but sort of indie, interesting festival bands that yeah. come through. And it's just, it's just this hub for, I think, original yeah, oh type God, music. yeah. yeah. And I've noticed here that there's just this real cover band thing, especially in this summer. But the more I dig, and I feel like you need to dig around yeah, here, there's some cool stuff to, going on. Yeah, and you're one of it. So tell me tell me your perspective on this place in terms of people uh, making their own music versus kind of what the, the, the populace yeah, seems to just come out to see. It is kind of funny um, to think, well, like I thought of this place, like you're talking about Aspen, like... Uh, a hub of original music, which it was at one time, like 10 or 15 years ago, but it kind of has transitioned into this Myrtle Beach sort of feel. So Mm -hmm. you 
do only get the original music in like the smaller places because the larger places obviously want to fill their room and the way that they do that is by having someone who sings a lot of covers which I don't know I it's like are we at a wedding yeah, every yeah. single night? I don't I mean <laughs> it yeah this 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 place baffles me in that sort of way cuz it it's surprising how just the other night we I think we played two cover songs and the rest were all originals mm-hmm. and uh great response from the crowd um yeah, people sing, in, people that, singing along. Yeah, people that know that's have. Mm-hmm. You mean your original songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is, is which, yeah, which is off Jesse's solo album right now, and then some some new stuff that we've been playing. A few new songs, right? Yeah, <laughs> I heard. Um, actually, heard No Dollar Shoes last night. Yeah, another really great local band. But they they have a couple covers, but they're. They're really awesome covers, and that sounds silly. But you know, they're they're Towns fans, and like they play these old songs. So I I don't even know if maybe people realize exactly. their covers. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like you got to pick your yeah. covers too, yeah. right? Which people coming up to me and being like, uh, "Like I loved your music," and I'm just like, "I didn't, I didn't, I haven't played one of my songs yet." <laughs> <laughs> just my style. Yeah, I'm just like, music. Uh, yeah, like Towns Van Zant. Like nobody seems to really know about that guy around here, except a few people, mm-hmm. which is great because you can play the shit out of it, and nobody really knows. And, <laughs> and they think who you doesn't wrote it. who doesn't want to constantly <laughs> play Towns Van Zant songs? <laughs> I, I, I want to constantly listen to yeah. and to renditions. Yeah. yeah, no, he's a he's sort of this unsung hero, yeah. not in the music world. And I think people who play or really yeah. appreciate music know who he is. But um, but yeah, other than that, it's like who? Yeah. Exactly. I think our two biggest covers, which Jesse actually has been doing forever, and then of course I've tried to throw in a few, but but the best the best two are ones that Jesse's been doing forever, and it's. Uh, they get they're requested all the time, and he has his own spin on it, which is uh, "Baby Bitch" by Ween. Yeah, what's the other one? That's bold. Psycho Killer. Psycho Killer. Talking Heads. <laughs> Always yeah. requested. Your version, probably. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Does it sound a little different? Yeah, it's a little bit more sped up. I would say okay, like you're really a psycho in a bluegrassy sort of way. See, that's, <laughs> that's how nice. I don't. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> like we're from the south. How do you? So ex- everything's got a little twang on it. Yeah, I mean, it's got yeah, it's got country in it. I can't help that. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just what I am. And I'm just funky. But yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> country funk. That's what it's you guys say. Kind of, yeah, it's it can be sometimes With a screaming rocking roll <laughs> voice sometimes, but yeah. sometimes soft and gentle and beautiful do you want to play some songs of course in that um multi-faceted thing <laughs> you just <Yes>. described <laughs> yeah i would love to let's try it okay, okay.
Great, what a great interpretation of that song. I like that feel. Sounds different. It sounds different when you sing it. That's very cool. No, Let me take can't. off my gold chains or hit my guitar. Really, uh, can you do this? If you could stop getting all gangsta yeah. up in here, that'd be great. Just take off those chains. I saw this shirt today that said spiritual gangster. I wanted to buy it. 
It was long sleeved, and I was like, I can't wear this till February. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> it's good, huh?
play guitar to any of these by the way <laughs> yet at all i got that married in june and that was you uh, did that's right um i wrote that song after my father's response to the invitation that i sent him to the wedding can you elaborate he took the invitation that i sent him uh wrapped it up or folded it about five times put it in an envelope, and on the back of it wrote, uh, I'm sorry I won't be able to attend, uh, but I will be thinking of you on this day. Congratulations. <laughs> and then he started to sign his name and then marked that out and wrote Dad. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, bro. Your mom made it. They're no, not together, my father and my mom, so... But she she could find a hole in her schedule to come. Right. That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that's intense. So that's worked its way into a song. So that kind of leads to my next question. Yes. Where your, where your songs come from and your lyrics. Yeah. Um, because you write a lot of songs. Philip keeps referencing Jesse's songs, so... Yeah, I write lots of songs, so... I don't know. A lot of it comes from that. Uh, those two people, uh, like my mother and my father. Um, Life. I guess. I guess it all mainly stems from them because that's how I form my opinions of things and my rebellions of things and how it's led me to the places that I'm at. So there's sort of a. A platform, basically, yeah. It's like upon a which board. to form, yeah. or against which yeah. to form your opinions, yeah. huh? Like, okay. 
whatever I hate or whatever I love is, <laughs> I'm sure, in some way formed by them. Generally, what I dislike <laughs> is a part of opinion that they formed that I disagree with. But they're super Southern Baptist, like, anti-homosexual. Uh, I, w- I don't know if I would ever call them racist, but, like, bigots. Someone else might. Yes, yes, of course. If you, if you find that saying the N-word at the dinner table is racist, then yes. <laughs> How does someone who's raised in that environment turn out? like you, for example. I went totally the other way from those people. I was like disowned at the age of 18 and like, you know, was like, hey, welcome to the world. Like I was making 750 an hour and paying all of my bills and like walking to and fro work in a very cold, cold place. And that was just like, I got to see the side of life that was like handouts. Not so much handouts, but like, I'm starving. Where could I go to like, get a food stamp? Like, if I honestly need it. So that's how I went from being like, you know, raised in a place where people were like, talking about people that are on food stamps in a negative sort of way, like they're freeloaders and they can't do anything. And it's just, and I was a completely capable, very strong, very healthy individual that could have done anything, but could not get anyone to pay me for work. So Mm -hmm. I saw the other side of it, which is that's where the government stepped in for me. Mm -hmm. But I understand why that's in, 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 in place. Well, I'm walking down that long, dusty trail. Said I'm walking down that long, dusty trail with a
Coming up for air for just a second or two. You're tuned to Sonic Byways. I am Jamie Lynn speaking candidly, amusingly, but also kind of seriously tonight, every now and then, interspersed between really good music with Philip Stokes and Jesse Stock. And we'll return to some good conversation about art and angst and where the guys fall along the spectrum on Sonic Byways. When I was 19, I started struggling with panic attacks. Real hardcore panic attacks and I wasn't scared of anything or doing anything or thought about anything before I did it. So I almost feel like they saved my life <laughs> and I learned a lot from it. But uh, yeah, that's been the most challenging thing that I still struggle with and then a little panic you know, attacks. depression and stuff comes on with that. Which I think all music all musicians or artists and what you know um yeah i mean have I, some I have, sad. have some kind of whether they speak about it or not they have something going on inside of them what does that mean pain oriented maybe maybe in a way i can like think emotional of, i can pain? think of examples that like would, uh, there's a ton of i mean ton of some of the there's always an exception i mean yeah, there's always there's always an exception. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the exceptions. What are you trying to say? Uh, or what like I, I, said, I said this the other a day. Soul. Yellow Wolf, a rapper from Alabama, actually, a southern rap artist. A southern rap artist that is, uh, which I love him, uh, and he talks about stuff that you know, dope boys and trailers and stuff. Like I used to be like, <laughs> when we were in high school, guns would go off and at parties and stuff. You know, you got like thugs and country people and that don't mix and you know and everybody has guns so you know you grow up fighting being rough but uh but besides that I, I relate to a lot of his stuff that he that he raps about because it's just some stuff that I got into when I was younger but he says sometimes darkness sparks the truest art and uh if you look back in time I mean every great poet has either what committed suicide um. okay i'm gonna take a stand this topic's very interesting to me because i agree the, it the just greats. seems that way but do you really have to be so down and out Tormented. to make great art no do you have to be an addict do you have to be a recovering addict no. do you have to be unhealthy do you have to be no addictive excessive I mean, i'm not can't saying you that. just be a passionate person who makes some great art no i, I don't think that at all i think um I just think the wiring's a little different sometimes. <laughs> One thing world. I would say is I wouldn't take I wouldn't take back. I've learned so much from even though I've dealt with them and they've been some of the worst things. I'd rather break my arm than have a panic, straight up, awful panic attack because I can hand, handle physical pain better than I can mental pain. But uh, sometimes that's when I write the most. That's when I come up with the most creative stuff. Some interesting, insightful words from Philip Stokes. We're going to hear from Jesse and Philip one more time in the musical vein. I'm really looking forward to this song. But thanks for being here tonight. I hope you're enjoying this. I'm actually really enjoying speaking to local music makers, new friends and talented people around me in the community who are making good music. And we have a lot of that in Aspen. I think it's important to speak to the people on the street team, so to speak, who are doing really great stuff. Sometimes you might hear them on a new release. Other times you might hear them on a street corner or even in the bathroom at the Red Onion. 
in downtown Aspen. I'm enjoying the experience of talking and hearing from these people. It's an experimental experiment on Sonic Byways lately, and thanks for being a part of it. We'll speak to you in a couple of weeks, Aspen Public Radio, and one more glorious time here are Philip Stokes and Jesse Stockton talking about beards and tattoos, another hot item here in Wilmington, North Carolina. So the last episode, I spoke with my friend Troy Coghill, who's a really great guy, singer-songwriter in Carolina Beach. So that's where this last episode came from. And we were talking about beards. And you opened for James Justin and Company. Those guys have some sick beards at one point in their career. You have a little beard. But the thing Wilmington... That's all I can do. I'm I'm American Indian. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can't grow a sick beard. Fierce. A fierce beard. I just shaved yesterday. Look at my face now. Yours is totally non-common. Yeah. Mine grows in more white trashy, which works for me, I think. Okay, but wait. So, but the tattoos. So here's the thing about me. I am not a judgmental person, but I'm just observant. So I like observe things. My brother moved here when I was 14, I think. And we went into a sandwich shop right by where he lived. And the... Like, dude who was ordering or whatever uh, had, like, his forearms covered in tattoos. And almost every single young person that we saw had tattoos. And my mom, who thinks that that's basically the devil, was like, oh, I well, I see your tattoos. Uh, did you did you get those before you moved here, or did you get them just because you moved here? Well, see, that no, that's my question. And, yeah, like, and, it's, like, and it is kind of funny. This, this each place, other here? This place is sort of some sort of strange mecca of getting a tattoo at. Because, <laughs> like because I never had any tattoos before I got here. Shush, and it just happened here? this Jesse. on my 27th birthday. What the Which H? is like another, you're going to get a tattoo. I think you're going to get one. I think it's, I should stop this because you're right. Every time I'm like really, I think you're really going to get a tattoo. It's going to be like happens. a little mustache right here. So you can be like, <laughs> huh. At your interviews. There's only two things in life that make it worth living. This guitar's a tune good and firm. Feeling with it. I don't need to see my name in the marquee lights. I've got my songs and I've got you with me tonight. Maybe it's time we got back to the basics of love. Let's go to Luke and Buck, Texas, Willie and Wayland and the boys. The successful life of living's got us feuding like the Hatfields and McCoys. Texas, there ain't nobody feeling no pain. Honey, let's sell those diamond rings and buy some boots and faded jeans and go. Cold and tired, choking me 
society cry all We've been so busy keeping up with the Joneses for car garage and we're still building home. Maybe it's time we got back to the basics of love. Back Texas, Willie and Wayland and the boys. This successful life of living's got us cutin' like the Hatfields and McCoys. Between Hank Williams' pain songs and Jerry Jeff's train songs, blue eyes crying in the Back Texas, there ain't nobody feeling no pain. Let's go to Luke and Back Texas, Willie and Waylon and the boys. This life of living's got us feuding like the Hatfields and McCoys. Between Hank Williams' pain songs and Jerry Jeff's train songs and blue eyes crying in the rain. Down in Lukenbach, Texas, there ain't nobody feeling no pain. Back Texas, there ain't nobody feeling no pain.